The Way Family Podcast is open, honest, and real. It's like you're sitting in on a conversation with two people who you've been friends with for so long. It makes you feel like you're a part of their everyday lives, and it gives you aspects and views on things that you wouldn't normally think about on your own. It's very comforting to have these to look forward to every Monday. Something that captures my attention and something that's relevant in our world today in our society. It's not boring, it's real life, and you guys are real people. It's stimulating, it's interesting and for a stay-at-home mom, it makes me feel like I'm hanging out with friends. I get so much practical wisdom from you guys that is applicable to my everyday life while also getting a good laugh and also um, just feeling encouraged to go out and adventure and pursue those things that I'm passionate about. I listen to a lot of podcasts and they all kind of talk about whatever's trending on the internet and it just kind of feels like auditory clickbait and you guys don't do that. Making my Mondays better since episode one and that's because you guys are extremely funny open-minded and really down to earth which i appreciate the podcast um it's always fun thinking alongside you guys and i always ponder and think about how cool it is that you can feel so close to someone and yet you've never met them before it's really cool Hello and welcome to the Way Family Podcast. My name is Zach, I am one of the hosts, and my wife's name is Hannah, and she is also one of the hosts. Hello! Today we're just going to have a quick episode, and we're going to be talking about being open and honest and vulnerable, and we're also going to be talking about our rally cry. (laughs) Which sounds so cheesy. But before we get into that, um, uh, Hannah, how was your week? Hi. Um, I had a great week. I had two baby showers this week, and they're both Ooh. so fun. Hey, you know what? Just for future reference and what? for the listeners, maybe the dad wants to come. Honey, you were at b- both of the ones for Forest. Right. And that was like a guy, both of them were guy girl things, but I just didn't want it to be the thing with this when I asked, because I asked my friend Maggie to do one for me and I just wanted it to be small and like nothing big, you know, like not like a big like barbecue or something. And like if I would have been, if it would have been guys at the girl one, it was, it was really like, it's like a girl party. I don't know how to explain it. I don't know. I just feel like really uninvolved in this pregnancy, even though I am. But it's like, just because it's a girl doesn't mean... Well, I feel kind of uninvolved, too, because it's like just going so fast. But I know what you mean. Yeah. I I think it would have been fun. And I thought the second one that I was going to go to, but whatever. We had fun. my... Yeah. So my... One of my best friends gave me one here in town. And then my mom wanted to throw me one for up there at their house in the Bay Area. And I didn't really know if it was... I didn't know... That that one, I thought that might have been for both of us, but they, my dad wanted to hang out with Zach and Forrest, and then it was just a girl thing, which is cool because we didn't have a lot of time. And yeah, it was such a fast trip, but anyway, so I had the two baby showers, got so many really nice gifts, and had some fun with friends. And the one, the one here at in like in our town where we live, it was like I was so. I don't know. I don't know why, but I was like so like happily surprised at like how much fun it was because it was the people that were invited was like people from random, like random parts of my life, you know, and it wasn't really like all of them didn't know each other. Like there's some people from church, some people from they're like the acquaintances 
or like friends of friends, you know, and it just it was like so random, but everybody seemed to have a good time and I had a, a really good time. And then it made me realize like I've sometimes I feel like I don't have friends, but I do. <laughs> so I don't know. And I'm, I was just like so thankful for all of them. And they're all just so sweet. And I'm like, I need to be more appreciative of these friends because they're so good to me and they're just very sweet human beings. So uh, if I'm ever feeling bad for myself, it's, it's probably more that I don't have time more than I, I don't have friends, you know, and I should make time to spend more time with those friends because they're great. So that was a good realization. And it was a really fun baby shower. And then we were at my parents all weekend and Zach got to come with, which is a very rare thing. We figured out that he hadn't been able to be with us up there since Christmas, which is so sad, but he doesn't have weekends. So, um, so he was really glad to be able to come too. And I was so glad to have him. And so were my, so was my family. Um, those were like the main things that happened this week. And it was, we had a date. We did. We had an Ikea date. It was really, really fun. This is like, that kind of goes along with later what we're going to talk about. But we had to get some things at Ikea, which like we've never really bought furniture. Like we've never, we haven't. We haven't ever bought furniture. No, I've just made everything. Or we've gotten it on Craigslist or Mm -hmm. like it's been given to us. And so we we got a dresser and we're going to be getting a few more things. And it's like such a grown up thing. But it was so fun to go to Ikea together. and We ate meatballs and it was a fun date. One thing that I've noticed is I had a lot more time last year and the year before that. I don't know why. (laughs) Maybe three years ago, I had a lot more time or not a lot, but I just had more time. And so I'd make a lot of stuff. Like I made her bed, I made a bookcase, I made her headboard, I made some stuff for Forrest's room and and I was like all about that. I was working in the garage, you know, and now I just have so much going on where it's like there's always a trade off. And IKEA's I mean, IKEA's fine, like but as I'm building the stuff that we bought at IKEA, I'm just thinking to myself, like, oh, this could have been better here and here and here yeah. and here well ikea is not known for its quality yeah but it'll do i think that the, the ones that w- the things that we got are really nice i think they're gonna be great you're either gonna make a sacrifice with time or you're gonna make a sacrifice with money or you're gonna make a sacrifice with, with quality. quality yeah that's true and so you just gotta figure just do out- an episode on that yeah i guess write that down I just came I came up with. That. I know that's what I'm saying. Write it down. Okay, I'll time write it down. or money or quality. Oh, that's hey, good. Hey Siri, make a note. You're either going to sacrifice time. What do you want to add to your note? Well, come on, Siri. Okay, I've created a note called "Come on, Siri." <laughs> okay, well, we'll figure that out. Well. Yeah, iOS 11 beta testing. Uh, Siri is not the most helpful right now. She's still learning. She's super sassy, too. Yeah. She's very energetic. Yeah. She's really peppy. Yeah. We hate it. No, it's fine. It's fine. Um, okay. Well, yeah. Anyways, that's one thing that I realized. So you got to sacrifice 
I mean, you, there's always sacrifices to be made, and it's just deciding on what you're going to sacrifice. And like, what's the most important? You can't have it all. Because we, the thing that we are now short on, because we have a baby coming in less than six weeks, hopefully, is time. And we, he already has to build for us bed, and there's just like already a lot of stuff that is going to be taken up in these next couple of weeks. So I think it's a great idea. We need well, some yeah. more organization in here. We need a place to put the changing pad. You know, we need a place to put some baby stuff in. I think it's going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good decision. And Ikea was so fun. Yeah, it was fun. Zach loves Ikea. I uh, do love it. I get so <laughs> many good ideas as yeah. I'm going through. But it kind of, I mean, it. they have minimalistic styles in there. Yeah. And so it's like... And the aesthetics of it is like a lot of it's mm-hmm. like really cool, I yeah, guess. Yeah, it is. Um, but then some of it's just like super cheap and yeah, you know. Anyways, got some Swedish meatballs. I had the dilemma of choosing because <laughs> I, I couldn't get everything that I wanted to get: <laughs> mac and cheese, garlic bread, cheesecake. Apparently, their Swedish mac and cheese meatballs. is really good. I didn't know that. Yeah, it is really good. <laughs> Anyways, um. Yeah, this week has been fun. It's been a lot of fun, and I actually got to have a weekend, which was nice. And mm-hmm. oh, the company picnic, which oh, I've been yeah. planning. We had a company picnic, and I've been. I'm on the party planning committee. <laughs> I got kicked off, but then I re-entered myself. Who kicked you off? Well, no, I won't go into details. Oh man, I didn't know that. Um, but uh, yeah, then. So we had cotton candy, popcorn, bounce house, tat. Uh, what are those things called? The stick temporary on tattoos. temporary tattoos. I got real tattoos. <laughs> Just kidding. I got little um, stuffed animals that were wearing a gray T-shirt that had our company logo <laughs> on it, and little canvas tote bags. And- it was like all the families of all the people that work there. So it was like a bunch of kids and stuff, and. It was so fun. We had a water balloon toss. There was goldfish. Goldfish. Like a ton of goldfish. You could literally win a pet goldfish. Like there was like 40 goldfish. There was a raffle. And oh, we made (laughs) tri-tip sandwiches. It was so good because we got a meat slicer. And it was so good. You can slice like paper thin. It was so awesome. You got to be able to bite through it. Oh my goodness. It was just like, and it was so fun. And then all the kids were jumping in the bounce house and Forrest was having the best time ever. I got these Nerf guns where they were like shooting at targets and it was a ton of fun. And then we went up to Hannah's parents and had a ton of fun. Went, went to a place called Rock City. Um, and I was able to have a weekend, which was nice. And the baby shower before, you know what? Tell me what you think, guys, listeners, tell me what you think. But at the beginning of the year, I set a goal for myself to make two new friends. Does it count if it's a couple? Um, what do you think, Han? I, well, I don't know. I think that, yeah, I think it should count. But I think you should still shoot for, like, another friend. So three? Um... I don't know. I don't, it depends because we've really only hung out with them together once, you know? Yeah, but I know for sure that we're going to be friends now. Well, yeah. Like we've gone. Okay. My my new friend, Andy, we've gone out to hang out. <laughs> we've gone out a couple times. Twice now. <laughs> On a date. And the third time he came over 
we had dinner together and played with Forrest, and he read Forrest a bedtime story. And that's when I knew. I was like, okay, this, this is real. <laughs> and his wife was at my baby shower. And then when we came back, and we just like hung out with them and talked in the backyard for a while. It was so fun. He sent me a LaCroix video, <laughs> made my night. And um, they're fun. Yep. I so, don't know. I don't know if it counts. I mean, the, obviously, it's two people, but you haven't really hung out with her very much, you know? So I don't know if you can count it yet. But I think you should still shoot for another, you know, solid guy friend. That's true, but five days until we hang out with him again, so. Oh, really? Right. Are we? You texted me. Oh, well, we'll figure that out later. Okay, well, anyways. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good about that. The <laughs> only thing that I'm not feeling pretty good about is how little time there is until the baby gets here and how much stuff we have to get done. Like, there's so much stuff. But, and the thing is, we've known, obviously, we've known when she's going to come, you know, this whole time. But I feel like we've still been, like, just so busy. And, like, we haven't even had time to, I don't know, I hate, like, complaining about being busy. We have not prioritized. I hate complaining about being busy. And I don't, I'm not complaining. But it is, like, that's just a reality. And I, I... We could be better about it, is what I'm saying, by pr- prioritizing better. So we need to get better at that, obviously. But now it's like, okay, a month and a half away or sooner, and we feel like we have so much stuff to do. But now, like, the baby showers are done. We have a solid, like, couple more things we have to still get before she comes. We have um, things that we need to do before she comes. We both made our our individual lists of what we each need to do. And I've made some serious progress. You have. I just made my list today, so I have not made much progress. But I've I've made my birth plan. Well, I pretty much made my birth plan, and I'll figured out my essential oils, and I'm going to start making my blends that I'm having for labor. <laughs> you know, so so weird, so hippie, whatever. And yeah, that's basically all I've gotten done on my list, but. And we'll Titus see. came to visit, which was fun. I mean, we talked about that a little bit on the last Wait, podcast, but you're, I'm going back. You're going, I'm going back, back this to is my confusing. week. Sorry. Titus came out and hung out. Well, this is another thing is I'm recording an album. That's one thing that like I wanted to get the ball rolling on before the baby comes. So we've got a deadline coming up and there's a lot of stuff that needs to get done. And on the 25th, I am going up to Napa Valley to record some demos and I've got um and to get that all figured out and then send the demos out to the other musicians that are going to be playing and then we'll sit on that for a month we'll make some revisions um and then after the baby comes probably sometime in November December we'll go record those and then I've got to do the kickstarter and then I've got to do some videos and then there's just like so many things and if I don't do it now, then it's not going to happen. And I know now is not the best time, but it's got to be done in 2017. And I've already invested like so much time into this. It w- It seems like it would just be a waste if I didn't do it. But it is like, a part of me is like, oh gosh, should I even do this? Like, I, I don't know. There's so many variables and... So many emotions and so much time 
and and so much money so much money but um yeah so i've had a little bit of anxiety about that but i didn't think Me about too. it at all this weekend so i'm sorry that i'm causing you anxiety huh you said you had an you had an anxiety about it too not about it's just about all of it just like having a new kid and it was very stressful and i think i literally stay up at night thinking about everything that's going to be harder and everything that's going to go wrong and every way that I'm going to suck as a mom with two literally like it just goes through my head I like can't stop thinking and then I just stay awake thinking more and more and more and more and more things and how there's not very much time and how I have so much to do we just got to do it just got to do it I mean I hate to say it but worrying's not going to change anything well, I know that, and that's not why I worry. It's not like there's a logical reason for why I'm worrying. I know. I do it too, honey. Mm-hmm. I know. All right. Well, because we knew that this was going to be a crazy time in life, we decided to go over the three big questions for a frantic family by Patrick Lencioni and came up with our family scoreboard. And all of these names of things um, are kind of funny. They're kind of cheesy, but... They're kind of... They're businessy. But the idea of it is really good, and it is really helpful, because I've looked... I've, like, taken this paper out that we did, uh, like, three months ago, and looked at it, like, so many times since then. And it's, uh, it's really helpful. So, the first question... For, uh, the first of the three big questions for the frantic family is what makes our family unique and an example would be like uh we are a hard-working family committed to traditional values our marriage our kids and now our grandkids are at the core of our existence and so oh my. we didn't we didn't really do that we just came up with like things that were things that things we that value are important to and, us yeah and kind yeah. of like adjectives what do we write what makes our family unique? Um. So, yeah, like you said, these are things that we value. Quality time, service, intentionality, striving for continual growth, hardworking, good conversations, outdoors, creativity, fun, slash funny. Fun slash funny. Both. They're different things. Yeah. yeah. And then the second question is, what is our top priority or rally cry right now and typically this is you're supposed to reassess like every quarter um i mean you can do it as much as you want you can do a year-long rally cry or your top priority but what is our rally cry what's our top priority right now the our time frame was basically until baby fern gets here and so our rally cry is prepare for the baby and under that there are two different objectives. There's the defining objectives, and then there's the standard objectives. What's the difference? I don't really remember. Oh, man, I was really hoping you did, because I just was, took a bite of pizza. Is the defining objectives, like, that's what you want to get done, and then the standard objective, objectives is how you get those done? No, standard is what you just have to maintain for life. Oh, okay, okay. So in like if you were to use this with a business your defining objectives would be for your t- 
top priority. And so if your top priority is to get new business, um, to get new customers, then you would have some defining objectives that is like boost marketing, um, make some cold calls, uh, things like that. But then you still have your standard objectives of like keep up production, uh, ship on time, um, you know, write the checks or whatever. But so for a family, it looks a little different. Like our defining objectives are all to meet our top priority, but then our standard objectives is just what we have to get done in order to survive as a family. So mm-hmm. what's our defining objectives? Well, we had some career-based ones. Yeah. And then um, we, we won't wanted get into to that, get Forrest potty trained and to teach him to be more of a helper, I guess, which he's already a really good helper, but... Just, like, prepare him, I guess, the best that you can for what's about to happen. Um, Get more consistent in parenting slash figure out core parenting values. Because we, what was that, what was, were we reading? Or, I don't remember if it was something I was reading to you. I think it was something I was reading to you. Like, if you have, like, in your mind, you have, like, your, like, your routine i guess of like what you do in parenting when something goes wrong or when your kid is acting up or something you will always revert or you can't always revert to those things so it's like if my kid is frustrating me i'm not going to yell i'm not going to get frustrated i'm going to take a deep breath i'm going to do this and this and this so we want to figure out like that like the core we want to merge our like standard we want to standardize the protocol in dealing with yes the protocol a child not routine yeah the standardize the protocol but it really is like it that it makes a lot of sense because it's so easy to just get frustrated and then like anything can happen when you're frustrated you know and then you feel bad for getting frustrated you feel guilty whatever so or if you say like okay forest if you get down from the table you're gonna have to go on timeout or you know like this is what's gonna happen if you don't eat your food and it's different for each parent then it's you know it's going to be difficult for the parents and it's going to be difficult for the child. Yeah. Yeah. And the next one is figure out schedules slash time block, which Zach is probably the only one that's going to do the time blocking. I have done it. Are you? No, I just said you're probably the only one that's going to do that. No, you should do it. <laughs> you should do it. It's just like you can't... Time do- block out your evenings. You know... I can do my evenings. Yeah. You know you're going to be up until like midnight every single night. We've been up until midnight every single night for the past like two months. I know. I know that I can do the evenings. I'm saying like for the rest of the day is literally pointless for me to do that because... Yeah, you can just so put much eight to five raise child. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, the next one is minimize and organize for the baby. Which we've been doing. I took a load of stuff to the thrift store, um, which was pretty nice for us to help me. And we've been explaining to him that like there's some things that you don't need and yeah, other people can hard. other people can use it. And so like we we are getting rid of some of his toys and we've been but I don't think he understands. We've been prepping for it for well, a we, while. We wanna teach him what is happening. Sorry, we want to teach him like how how to give like his toys away, you know, like toys, not like his favorite toys, but like toys that he hasn't used in a while, you know, that he just doesn't play with. 
So we're like telling him that there's like there's some kids that don't have toys and wouldn't it be so nice to give your toys to some of those kids so they can have some toys to play with. And he's like, not my toys. I not, I need my toys. Not my toys. So like, yeah, but there's some that you don't play with. And he's like, I my guys. I love my guys. We're like, well, not your guys. So we're like trying to explain it to him and also trying to explain how like if you get something new, you need to get rid of something that you don't use anymore you know which so, i've been doing but he did doesn't i know, know he doesn't it. notice but i want him to like i mean we want him to grasp that concept too so he can like you know carry yeah. it through his life but he's a little too young for that. i mean it was it was kind of cool because i went to the thrift store with him <laughs> and i was like hey all this stuff we don't need it anymore we don't use it and he's like uh-huh we don't huh? hmm? we don't need <laughs> it and i was like yeah it was it was making a mess in our house and we don't use it and it was making a mess and so now we're going to give it to someone who needs it or we're you know or we're going to throw it away and so we loaded up everything in the car and he's like dada we don't need this it makes a mess <laughs> and then we drop it off and he's like no now we don't have a mess <laughs> so i mean that's cool What's what's and the... we're also like organizing. That's why we went to why we're getting stuff at I- IKEA. You know, mm-hmm. we're going to organize stuff in forest room, build a bed, blah blah blah. The last one. Is... Wait, I have one thing to say about organizing as a okay. as a minimalist type person. Organizing is great, but organizing is also like the bane of my existence because when you organize something, um, people have different versions of organizing things i hate piles on the floor and so i would like to organize that and when i organize something it's like i have three piles keep sell trash and or keep give away trash or you know whatever and um, some people don't have those three categories and so then when they go to organize their idea is out of sight out of mind and then they keep all of the crap that they don't need, um, and they just buy larger things to organize with. And like storage units and stuff. More dressers. And build another garage. <laughs> yeah. That is not like, that's not organization. That is just storage. And that's just getting the stuff out of your sight. So it's like, dude, if we had five dressers in here, there wouldn't be a mess, but there'd be five dressers in here, and we don't need all of that stuff in them. You know what I mean? So that's just been something that I don't want to buy furniture because I, I want everything to fit in our closet, you know? But not everything does, especially when you're running a business out of your bedroom. Yeah, that's the thing. And, and we only have our bedroom that is like our space right now. So that's just how it has to be. I mean, maybe someday we will have an office and then we won't have to have any of that crap in our bedroom. All right. We also had two on here that are probably not going to happen. Um, new car and baby moon weekend. I don't think they're going to happen. <laughs> we don't have any weekends left to do that before I can't go anywhere. And we're just going to work with what we have for the car. And yep, that's all for the defining objectives. And now for the standard objectives, just like really basic stuff. Pay bills and loans, stick to budget, clean and tidy, get outside often, invest in creative outlets, and have date night. How do you think we've been doing on the standard 
objectives? Um, we, I mean, the budget, we always could be better at that. I just rewrote it, this. Um, I don't know. I don't think we've been doing amazing at them, actually. Get outside often. We haven't really gotten outside other than like going to the park or like going on a walk. Yeah. Which I mean, that's, I mean, that works for now, you know, but. But I still miss sunset hikes. I know. Me too. Too bad I'm a giant whale now. You're not a giant whale. I know. I know. I know. I am a goddess warrior princess. You just waddle a little bit. (laughs) I know. I do. If I waddle too much, then it hurts my hips. I'm like an old lady, but. And then I have to do hip massages. <laughs> I actually love the hip massages. They're very nice. Uh, maybe we'll attempt a hike this week or just like a, a walk outdoors. So the third question in the three big questions for the Frantic family is how will we talk about this and use the answers to these questions? And what was our answer? Weekly checkups. Yeah. Monday after family dinner. We that not, has not happened has once. has not happened. No. In the three months. Like it's been, I think it's been like three months since this. Well, the big thing that we forgot more. to do is write this and post it on a large poster or chalkboard oh, yeah. where we can see it every single day. And this has been piled under a bunch of bills. No, it's been on the desk and I seriously have looked at it a lot of times. Well, obviously not enough because we didn't talk about it any Mondays. Well, I, I, the meeting thing, I'm like, ah, I don't over that. Part, we need to maintain it. I know we do. Continual growth. Well, anyways, this was is like really helpful, and we had we did one of these before this like quarter, I guess, and it was where our our rally cry, like our top priority was quality time for like that season and when we were having that conversation we did a we did an episode about that but when we're having that conversation we're like our top priority either has to be quality time or it has to be like making money and like making as much as we can which would mean that zach would be working more you know all that and so we had to it was like deciding between those two which is so weird but and we decided that's just where time. we found ourselves yeah, in life. That's just where we were. And then we're like, okay, well, we can reassess and we can figure this out in like three or four months if we need to. And we were, I wasn't pregnant at that point. So that's what it was quality time. So we like did our best to make that happen as often as we could. And yeah, this is our second quality time is still important but like our top priority right now is preparing for the second baby and that means we don't get to spend a lot of time together yeah we haven't gotten to spend very much quality time together which means that we're gonna have to reassess once fern is here yeah definitely have to reassess we'll have to reassess everything well anyways that's what's going on with our life lately that's how we have been preparing or not preparing And we also recommend this for you and like every family and even Or you can do it for an individual. I mean, what makes you unique? What makes you different from everyone else? And what is your top priority? What are the things that you have to get done in order to meet that top priority? And then what are the things you just have to get done to continue on with life? And then how are you going to keep yourself accountable? It's It's basically like a goal organizer, I guess. Yeah. But it just makes it really easy to i don't know understand and if you are if you have a family i would highly recommend reading this book by patrick lencioni it's really it's a real easy read 
and Fern is kicking for it. Fern is kicking Hannah right this now. This game is so hard right now. Oh my gosh. Uh, well, at least she's what in, a whippersnapper. She's in position at least. <laughs> she's ready. Um, yeah, I would recommend this. I'll add it in the show notes. And on to our next topic, which is being honest, open, and vulnerable when you have, yeah, being honest, open, and vulnerable. I guess people aren't used to this yet, even though it's 2017 and we have social media and instant access, but... Constant entertainment. Yeah, but I think people would like more to be entertained than to have a real, like, interaction with someone. Mm -hmm, Definitely. And... That's, that's why it's so sorry i didn't mean to interrupt but it's like that's why it's like the scrolling it's like constant need for entertainment and like the scrolling and then if something catches your interest you will like stop and look at it and then maybe give it a like or something and then just keep going and there's no interaction whatsoever it's so impersonal it's like if this doesn't entertain me like the split second i look at it i'm scrolling on you know it's like it's so it's like a disease it is like what is it what's the term i'm looking for it's like distraction to its millionth degree obsession no i just mean distraction to like a high degree okay well i don't know that's what i'm meaning okay well yeah and so that's been like we wanted to what were you gonna say nothing (laughs) we wanted to do this podcast to challenge ourselves but we also wanted to do a podcast that was not like purely for entertainment i don't know we're just normal average ordinary people and we didn't want to like i don't know we didn't want to fake it and we didn't want to hide things and we didn't want to act like we had everything together and so that has forced us to become more open and honest and we think we've gotten a lot more comfortable doing the podcast over the what year that we've been doing it year and a half or more no we've been doing it since last january so yeah year over year and a half and um we just got this review on itunes which is kind of spurring on and it's been i've been deep in thought about it and a lot of self-reflection has gone into this and i won't go into the details i'm not going to read the review or anything like that um but basically the review was um kind of attacking our personality or character not attacking it was just like really critiquing criticizing yeah and it wasn't about the content at all, which... It was, like, about, like, personality stuff, like, about Zach and about me. Yeah. And it was, like, if you... I don't know. I don't well, know. And here's the thing. We want to be as real and honest and open as we can, um, but no matter what, if people don't know us in real life... They're not going to know us. They're not going to know us. And they're only hearing, like, with the podcast, you're only hearing us like you don't see us interact you don't know how we like um what's the word i just was saying this to you banter banter yeah you don't know like Like how we like feed uh, off each other i guess yeah feed and and what keeps the conversation going and how we like hannah and i like to play the devil's advocate for each other sometimes just so that we can have like a deeper conversation and get on to like something else 
And that's just how we interact together. And I I think that there was some some of the review was constructive criticism. Like we we are trying to mostly see it as that, but it is also hard to like not take offense to it because it it seemed very personal and like I don't know. I don't know. It just seemed very personal. And like we, you don't know us and you don't know like our marriage and we want to, we want to be like open to like any kind of constructive criticism. But also at the same time, I think you have to realize that you're not seeing everything and you. And with social media, like you, yeah, you aren't seeing the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. Like you're not seeing, I don't know. You just don't know the whole picture. So, I mean, I, I am trying to see that review and trying to like change, like funnel it and be like, okay, well maybe we can make some changes and be more mindful here and there, the way that we talk to each other or whatever. And so we're trying to like see the positive. And I didn't, I honestly did not want to even talk about it on here. I was like, I don't want to give it any more time than we've already given it. And I think that we should just take what the person said and try to like spin something positive from it and maybe like make ourselves and our podcast better from it. And right. then Zach was like, no, I think I want to talk about it because well, it's know, just been we're something just people. That's, it's just been something that's on my mind. Yeah, we're not perfect. And if you're ex- like no one, well... Hopefully no one is expecting that this podcast is hosted by two perfect people or that there are perfect people in the world. But it's like, if you are, I don't know, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. I guess what I'm saying is we have been honest and open and vulnerable and that has brought us under the magnifying glass of thousands of people and they feel like they know us. And they might know us to a certain point, but they, they don't, don't know us to a certain point. I don't think. <laughs> and so for them, like, uh, gosh, it's just like weird. Like, like you try to be honest and open and vulnerable and then people don't like it. And well, one person didn't like it. But the thing, the thing is, like the things that she was saying, we could get better at. You could get better at and I could get better at, you know? Right. But then it was just like, I don't know, the whole thing, and I'm just assuming it was a girl based on the way it was worded, sorry, but um, she said she's not listening anymore, so, <laughs> or he, whoever you are, you're probably not even hearing this because you said you're not listening anymore, so. Oh, I think they are. They're like, I want to see if they talk about it. Yeah, so basically we're just saying like, you don't know the whole picture, just, I mean, we're just, where you are, just boring, normal people, and we're not perfect, and we don't really know anything about anything and just like have the same grace with us that you would anyone in your life i guess yeah and because also you don't know yeah. but it has been i mean it's it hurts but it's also like when you open up your life to the uh criticism of other people then you have a lot of self-reflection to do too and that forces you to learn and to grow and to reevaluate parts of your life that you might not be aware of. Um, but it's like, it's also weird because they don't know you. But they well, might have something the like is, truthful to say. But the thing is, we're putting ourselves out there, though. And like, we're opening ourselves up for that criticism. Like, that's, we're doing that. And the same with like social media. Like, I get frustrated when people tell me, 
like, oh, you probably shouldn't eat that while you're pregnant or like probably shouldn't be doing that with your kid, you know, and I'm sure it's all coming from a place of love. Actually, no, I'm sure it's not. But um, a lot of I've gotten like stuff like that. I'm like, that's frustrating to me because they don't know me at all at all. Like they know like 1% of my life, maybe. And but I am putting myself like I'm putting it out there. And I know that there's whatever how many thousand people that are going to see it. And I'm still putting it out there. So like to a certain extent, like, yeah, we're putting this podcast out there to be critiqued, you know, and criticized. Yeah. And I'm totally fine with that. Sometimes it hurts, but I like, I want to learn. I want to grow. It did hurt. I know I'm not That one hurt. That one hurt. Yeah. But I would rather, I don't know if I would rather. I think that it, I think we value continual growth. That was one of the things. And mm-hmm. when you open your life up to a bunch of people and they're able to point their finger at you and tell tell you what they think that you're doing wrong, then that spurs on growth and self-reflection. But then when I when we were talking about if we were going to talk about it on this episode or not, I was like, I don't want to give that person the satisfaction of knowing that like it struck a nerve, you know, or like, I don't know. I just because it just seemed it just was not nice. and. They tried to make it sound nice, but like, would you say that to like somebody? I don't know. Ah, I don't know. There, I, this is why I didn't want to talk about it because we're like just going on about it. But I don't know. It was just it's yeah, an interesting place to be, and it it makes like honestly, it makes it just makes it discouraging to like want to do this, and that's ah, why I didn't want to talk about it on here, but. Do you remember that time I posted that photo of Forrest and I riding a bike? Yeah, I was literally just talking to my friend about that. And do you... (laughs) So I posted a photo of like Forrest and I riding our bike to the park. My bike. He was on my back in the Ergo. And it's like like less than a block. And let, let it just be known that we live in a very suburban area with like cul-de-sacs and like houses everywhere and there people drive like two and a half miles an hour around here like just just let that be known too well they don't even have to know that but i posted the photo and then there's like maybe like a dozen and a half people who i've never seen comment or like a single one of my like they've never interacted with me before they're Every single one of them is like, that's really unsafe. Or like, you really need to be wear a helmet. Or just, I hate to be the buzzkill here, but that's like so unsafe. That's such a bad idea. Or like, one time I was riding my bike and a car hit me and it cracked my helmet and I was even wearing a helmet and I had to go to the hospital. It's like, okay. Just like a bunch of people saying what a stupid and terrible idea that was. And the thing was, like, they there was comments above them and they still felt the need to comment the same thing. And all of them were moms and all of them, it was seriously like it was mom shaming, but like to a dad and it was (laughs) so, and he even got like messages about it from people too, which I appreciate the messages more than the comments, but still it's like, but it's with people who've never interacted. You've never interacted with him before. This is the only time you care to interact is when you are telling him something that he's doing wrong. Like that is frustrating. If you're going to interact at all, then like interact throughout everything and don't just be like, oh, I'm pissed about this and now I'm going to tell you and that's it. You know, it's like, it's like in parenting. What is it? 
Um, correction without relationship is wait, what was it? Rules without relationship equal rebellion. Yeah, so that makes that's that's how I feel right now. A little rebellious. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna block you on Instagram, moms. Well. well. No. Zach just deleted all the comments. I did. <laughs> I was like, I wanted to like go to all of them and like, I don't know, like judge them or something. But <laughs> go through their profiles and you're like, um, by the way, um, these shoes look like they're a little bit too small and it's going to cause improper foot like formation. Uh, yeah. But anyways, based on that, on um, the review, if you're if you are somebody, if you have something to say to us, we want to hear it. it. That's not what we're, we're not trying to say, like, don't tell us oh, any no, negative we review. We want to hear it. But the thing is, like, you just interact with us on, like, more levels than just criticizing us, I guess. Unless you're one of those people that's just a criticizer, then I guess you need to just live your life and be a criticizer. But it's just, that's, we just wanted to, you know, well, Zach wanted to, you know, kind of share our heart behind that because it's just... I don't know. It's very discouraging. But at the same time, we are like, we are open to the criticism, but also it still kind of hurts. <laughs> yeah. And I guess that's how things like when you're. But that's how you grow. That's how you grow. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we're glad for it, but also like be pain, nice about it. <laughs> pain first. Pain first. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways. I Zig- hope that didn't sound just like a bunch of whining. No. Zig Ziglar said, you are in training until you're 50. And so this is just all training. Probably still be in training then, too. It's just all a rough draft. Um, And so I feel like I'd rather do a bunch of work right now and a bunch of self-reflection and open it up to a bunch of people for criticism so that I can see my blind spots. But then I think it's also important... To recognize that the people who are criticizing, at least with social media and through the podcast, don't see the full picture. So take Mm -hmm. it with a grain of salt. Yeah. Anyways, we love you guys. Thank you for listening to us for, what, a year and a half? We got the sweetest email. Yeah, we did. That really, like, made our life. Yeah. A grandma listens to us. And, um, well, she's also a mother and a wife. I want to just find her name or her name is Madeline. Shout out to Madeline. Your email made us so happy and just warmed our hearts so much. It is a long, so we're not going to read it on here. Um, and I don't even know if she wanted us to read it, but just, we were very encouraged by it. So thank you. And also like with this, all this stuff, we want to hear what, you guys think about it. So, you know, send us an email or something and let us know what you think about, you know, being vulnerable and like life online these days and social media and all that. So we'd love to hear your thoughts on what we had to say. Yeah. Even if it's criticism. I mean, it. we've got tough skin, sort of. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes <laughs> we'll act like we it. try to, but you know, <laughs> we're just softies. <laughs> I'll just post about it on my guy's Facebook group. and <laughs> I'll just journal about it later. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. I'm just going to go graffiti something real quick. <laughs> I hate the world. <laughs> We're and, kidding. We really want to know. So Yeah. Um, I hope that you guys have a wonderful week. And um, yeah. Thanks and for listening. Don't bother looking for the review because only like 3% of you are gonna be able to see it anyway so yeah i couldn't even find it when i looked for it so well it's because you're in the u.s itunes store oh okay well 
All right. Well, everyone have a great week. Um, Talk we love to you later. Wait, do you have a joke? No, I don't. Sorry. Okay. It's been crazy. Sorry. I'll, I'll try to post one on Instagram or something. I have a joke. Okay, then say it. Um, Is it the one that you already said? No. Well, I find that hard to believe. But. No, it's not even a real joke. It's just like a funny thing. Okay. It was, um, so I was talking to my coworker, um, my uncle, who is kind of like my brother. Anyways, I don't need to give you all the details. And I was telling him how nervous I was about recording this album. And I was like, am I even like a good enough musician to like record an album? I don't know. Like, are these songs like worth like investing money and time into? And he said, Zach, if Trump can be president, you can record an album. (laughs) Solid words. Words to live by. Okay. All right, everyone. Peace out, yo. Talk at you later. Happy trails. <laughs>